Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome everyone back to the Digital Classroom podcast. We have a special guest today. Her name is Lydia Santos, former teacher turned homeschool boy mom, podcaster, social media marketing strategist, and community manager. So welcome, Lydia. We're super excited to have you here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I'd love to just kind of get to know a little bit about you. What brought you into teaching? What grades did you teach? How long and all of that? Um, It was pretty much one of those stories where I knew from the time I was little that I wanted to teach. I mean, I would line up all my stuffed animals and my little sister and teach them all the things I knew. (laughs) Uh, So I kind of I figured that would be just what I was supposed to do. So I went into college knowing that elementary education was, well, at that point was my only choice. I didn't really have any other ideas. And I figured it would be a safe bet too, just because there's always going to be a need for teachers. So went in for that and uh, graduated and couldn't find a study classroom job for the first year. It was in uh, 07 or 08 when it was sort of a recession and there was just a lot going on. So I started teaching in 09 and I taught, I think, three or four years of first grade, about the same for fourth grade and about the same for fifth. I had a couple years off in between to have my younger son, but I worked with my first one. So I've done the whole working mom, at-home mom, go back in the classroom, back and forth. But it was a total of about 10 years, I think. Very cool. So can you walk us through what made you realize that teaching was no longer what you wanted to do? And kind of how long did the did the transition take from deciding you wanted to leave to actually leaving? It was about a year and a half for how long it took. I got a a stirring kind of just this feeling in me halfway through one of the years. It was about December, 2018, I think. And it, I guess the catalyst was we almost moved for my husband's job and I've never left mid year of a school year. And so there was just this strange feeling of I'm, I'm, I'm leaving them and I, I, I don't want to leave my students halfway through the year and that didn't sit well, but, um, and we ended up not moving. So I finished out the year, but I still kind of had this new found wrestling of like, wait, am I supposed to leave? And it just kind of started this, this journey of deciding what is this feeling and does it belong? Do I need to let it go or, or do I keep trying to fi- figure it out? And uh, I, I didn't, act on impulse. I didn't just quit. I didn't just go with whatever I was feeling. Um, my, my two sons were going to the same school that I was teaching at. So 
it would have affected the entire family if I had done that. So at the time I was also newly uh, a beach body coach. I'm not anymore, but I was, and I thought, oh, this might be a good way to kind of find something else or find a way to build a side hustle that I can. And I was passionate about it at the time. And it just kind of started this whole journey of what else is out there. I, I guess I had always thought of myself as a teacher, but it sort of opened my mind to there's something else that I feel I could be good at. I just don't know what it is. And I want to figure that out. So I ended up leaving the classroom summer 2020 when I, for a while, my husband and I had wrestled with, do we homeschool our boys for multiple reasons? And then COVID was the push, the final push to try it. And so we decided to try it. And that kind of was my, my way out of the classroom for good um, and into something new. So that's amazing. I love how our stories kind of align. And I think there's a lot of teachers who will connect with that. You kind of started with direct sales. I did too. I did a direct sales company Mm -hmm. for three years and never got very far with it. But I think it gave me kind of the basic entrepreneurial skills to start my own thing outside of the classroom and get a feel for what I really enjoyed outside of teaching. So I love that that that's kind of your foundation as well. Yeah. Awesome. So how did you know that it was God stirring you to do something else versus just teacher burnout? That was the biggest question in my mind because I did I did not want to leave because of burnout. I didn't want to quit. I'm very competitive. I didn't want to just leave because I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like competing against myself. Um, I remember reading a Priscilla Shire book called Discerning God's Voice during that time. I was like, I need to know if this is God leading me out and giving me something else and the peace about it, or if this is just me chasing a shiny object and, you know, making a mistake in a sense. And I, but I also battle with tendencies to try to have all my ducks in a row and have everything planned out and not take leaps of faith. So I was kind of having this wrestling inside of like, is it time to take a leap of faith or is it okay to quote unquote act on impulse without everything figured out? I was struggling with kind of what it, it felt like in me. Um, and then, so that book really helped um, me kind of work through that. But then honestly, the final push was when I found um, the Stephanie Gash show, formerly called Mompreneur Mastermind podcast. I was painting my boy's bedroom in Texas in July. So it was super hot. Yeah. And I had just prayed the night before Isaiah thirty twenty one about, um, you'll know which direction to go, whether it's to the left or to the, or to the right. And the episode I was listening to, she quoted that same scripture. Oh my God. And I just got like these chills from like the top of my head all the way down in the middle of a hot room. And so I just kind of sat down for a second, like, wait, what was that? <laughs> and kind of then we decided to homeschool. And I just realized there's, there's something here. I always thought maybe, oh, a blog or something. I'm not quite sure, but I, 
I started to get clarity after reading that book and after hearing that podcast and diving into the scriptures. I was like, you know what? I think there's something here. And I still, again, didn't act right away. I waited for about six months until I started to get more clarity, but that was kind of the the push in the final, like, yeah, there's another, there's something else over here that I'm supposed to do. I think a lot of times if we're not still enough, we, it's, it's very hard to hear God's little, little secret nudges and messages to us. So Mm. it's really cool to hear that you, you were paying attention and you, and you did take the leap of faith. And while it can be terrifying it's it's so so worth it I see I was the same I left teaching um I was planning to only take a year off to be home with my daughter the first year she was born but then literally the day I went into labor I found out about the whole freelancing world and I'm like okay god I'm gonna have a newborn I'm gonna be doing all the things you have to do with a newborn and trying to start this business but we're just going because I'm this seems like a push. So I love that you listened to that call in your heart as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely listening to all the little confirmations because you can get so wrapped up in, I think I've just created this in my mind and, um, but I, I didn't like the feeling of being stuck. And so I just, it was really a, a journey of like listening to when something like that would happen. A lot of people might just scoot past that and go, Oh, that's a coincidence. Or, but it was like, no, God's directly telling me, like, are you listening? Are you listening? And kind of leading me. And that made it easier for me to, and actually more um, meaningful when I left. It was like, no, there's a reason. It's not just, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I still didn't know technically what I was going to do other than homeschool, but I, I knew there was something coming and I was okay with that. Very cool. So now you're a social media marketing strategist and community manager. Can you first explain to my listeners a little bit about what that is in case they don't know, and then just share with us how you kind of got into that area? It's also a crazy God story because I have no training background in it, like technical degree or anything. Um, but you know what I learned in the classroom, especially during online teaching when COVID with the shutdown, I impressed myself with how quickly I, I could, you know, fly a plane and build it at the same time. So I was like, okay, I can learn new skills. This is exciting. And then when I left and I became, or I was in this, so that podcaster I had listened to back in July, Stephanie Gass, I was a part of her free group. And there was a free workshop she was doing. I was like, yes, I'm going to jump on and do this because podcasting, I realized, was what I needed to do. And so I started to make steps towards that, started my own podcast and was kind of on this little baby journey. And then suddenly in her group, there was this posting for uh, this position that the other person was stepping down and my husband and I had come to this place in our finances where because of COVID doing some things with his job, his commission was about to be like postponed and we weren't going to get any for about five months. Oh, wow. And we were really nervous and like, God needs to come through and show up because how are we going to make it? And at that point I hadn't had any income other than maybe some tutoring here and there. And, um, I still didn't know how maybe my podcast might monetize. And 
I, d- I didn't have a clear vision for that yet. I was just taking baby steps. Well, this position opened up and I, you know, doubted and I was like, oh, what do I have to offer? There's, there's all these virtual assistants that are already commenting. And so I just kind of commented and basically short story is she reached out to me and because the form that I had filled out, I told her that story about the Isaiah 30, 21 and painting and all that. I told, I told her that in the, in this form and she goes, when I was reading your form about that verse, I was also looking at my course that quotes that verse. And she's like, and I knew God was talking to me that you're the right person. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And it's just crazy. Like when you, I don't know, when I prayed specifically for things and just kind of opened my hand to God, what, I don't know what to do. What is, you know, in store for us? He just lined it all up. And it's, it's not that things were super easy. You know, we had struggles along the way and it's not like God's just going to always give you things that make you feel happy and, and good, but he's a good father and provides for us. And it was just his way of showing us that what I, what I make in that month was what my husband's commission would have been that we weren't going to have. So, I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. That is, that is so cool. It's just, yeah. it's in his perfect timing always. And we wouldn't have known that if I would have stayed out of fear, you know, if I would have stayed in the classroom because we were afraid or didn't know all the little things, we wouldn't have made room for God to show up along the way like that. And I think that's part of the the journey of deciding to stop one thing and start another is determining what's making me stop. And what's making me stay? Is it fear-based or is it faith-based? Absolutely. I agree 100%. So what do you do as a social media marketing strategist and community manager? Um, Lots of things. And I'm learning along the way. I I create uh, a lot of posts, daily posts. I interact and engage in comments and answer questions. Um, managing the, in her student community and her free group. And I'm also just the way that my brain works. I'm, I meet with her and I cared about the metrics. I'm like, how, how are you measuring your growth, your anything like that? And I'm a big charts per- person. So I'm doing a lot of Google sheet creation and um, organizing all of her podcast episodes into a, a catalog and kind of also coming up with her and brainstorming with her some things that are going to um, help her continue to move forward, but also get her her girls that are kind of sitting like I was kind of just sitting there waiting for something to happen to finally say, okay, I'm ready to take that step of faith too. So it's a lot of um, networking and interaction. And it's just exciting to see all these women take those steps and step into something new. And I, I love being a part of that. That is so cool. So for those listening, I just want you to understand, like, Lydia, you didn't have experience with this before, but now you're just doing it and you're learning as you go. That's something that I always talk about is done, not perfect. Just jump in and he's going to guide you. And you're you're using skills that you did kind of already have, but you didn't necessarily see them as skills. And you're using te- some of your teaching skills. You're brainstorming these posts, you're trying to figure out like a map, kind of like a lesson plan of Mm -hmm. what 
what strategy y'all are using for these posts to get these students, quote unquote, engaged. And so I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought, what else am I good at? I don't know. I've been teaching for so long. I don't know what I'm good at. I didn't have any other, you know, training or anything, but there's so much that you do as a teacher that you can like interact with other people and, and create an objective that helps them reach a goal and, you know, assess where they're at. And I mean, it's just pretty cool to see those skills being used just for a different audience. Yeah. I love that so much. So can you share some resources with my listeners that kind of helped you in your ditch the classroom journey? For sure. I mean, it was very, it it wasn't a a cookie cutter. Here's, here's a perfect resource package um, or anything like (laughs) Yeah, it never is. I mean, I would just say the word of God first and foremost, because that was my, my go-to whenever there was anything new and shiny, it was like, wait, okay, let me, you know, base everything off, off of that. And, and prayer was a huge resource, but not just me. It was people in my community and my church, my husband, it wasn't just me kind of in my own head deciding if this was right or not, or thinking maybe I'm interpreting something I'm hearing from God by myself. I wasn't alone in that journey, if that makes sense. It was the the girls, my friends who I could bounce ideas off of, and they could kind of point me in the direction of, um, are you sure? Or yeah, that sounds like, and they could even make some connections for me that I maybe couldn't see. So, I mean, if there's, you know, people in, in your life that you can rely on and go to, like let them in on this inner journey that you're having. I mean, yeah. And then just kind of have fun finding, you know, either a podcaster or someone that is a, a speaker or an author that connects with you and you, you'll know when the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. I mean, it's important not to listen to every voice, especially if you're not basing it back on the word of God, because <laughs> there's so many voices out there. But as you're reading and searching, just paying attention to that stirring in your spirit and God will direct you. Amen. Yes, I completely agree. So this has been so amazing just hearing your story and so inspirational. I know that my listeners are going to love it. I want to ask you a question that I ask on every interview. And it is, if someone wanted to start their digital classroom journey, but they just felt too overwhelmed, what would you tell them? Good question. I would tell them, it might sound cliche, but I would just tell them to, to journal, to like journal, pray, like put it onto paper in some way, maybe even before they just start talking about it because they need to get clear in and of themselves what this is and what's this weird feeling that I'm having. And, and maybe it's just a, a, a moment and it's passing and they're able to kind of read back the next day and go, oh, I was just totally in my feelings and I'm good. Or it was just a bad teacher day. We've all had those. But the more that they they journal and they write this down and they start to see patterns of like, man, I'm really, I'm noticing now that it's it's something or I'm, I'm noticing where it's going or it's not just a passing thing. Then kind of start to dive into that. Because it's so easy these days to just, with social media and with things being just always thrown at us, 
visually, you know, through Instagram and Facebook and all that, it's easy to see someone else doing something and go, oh, I want that too. And that's why that they maybe choose, but they need to decide for themselves, you know, when no one else knows what's going on in my, in my heart right now. Yeah, I 100% agree. Journaling has been really beneficial. And sometimes seeing things on paper, it's not as overwhelming or as scary as what it feels like in your head if you just get it written down. And it's easier to keep track of these recurring feelings because sometimes if we just keep them internalized, we might forget that they're happening repeatedly. We might forget that this happened to us a couple months ago that we felt this way. And these might be God's nudges for us, these feelings. And so Mm -hmm. journaling and praying it out through journaling can be really beneficial in seeing how God is pushing you into something different. Yeah. And then, you know, it's not because I'm, um, I've got comparison syndrome or anything like that. It's because I know that God's leading me somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Well, this has been such a pleasure interviewing you today. I so appreciate you coming on. Where can people come connect with you and become your best friend? So I have a podcast called The Jar Podcast, and you can find it on any platform. And I also have a community that goes with it on Facebook at the jar podcast community. So original (laughs) and, uh, on Instagram, it's just Mrs. Lydia Santos and, um, they can interact with me there and get to know a little bit more about what I'm about and how kind of I've found this new, this new thing for me and what God's doing. And it's, I'm excited to see what he's going to continue to do. Perfect. Well, I will have all of that linked in the show notes for y'all listening. So you can connect with Lydia easily. Again, I just want to take a moment to thank you for coming on with us today. You are such an inspiration, and I know that my listeners are going to find a lot of value out of this episode. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, y'all. Make sure to take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram, on your stories, and tag Lydia and I so we can get this message spread to even more mamas and teachers who I know need to hear it and need that nudge. I love you so, so much. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you love today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.